right, it's time for the Week 10 Breakdown, and it's me, Wes, here with Matt, as always. What's up, bud? Hey, what's going on, man? Not much, not much. We are without Bobby this week. We may see him a little bit later tonight. Odds are probably not. He is preparing for a playoff game with his team, so we're going to let him do his thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, I wanna, my bad for interrupting you real quick. I just want to give it a, a, a shout-out. Uh, to to Bobby and uh, and that FPC. football team. Yeah. Uh, yes sir. Yes sir. Um, let's get some dubs. Uh, have some very impressive wins this season. Uh, they're making moves, man. Um, this team stays good. It stays good. I'm it's a very him. good and very well coached team. They they have a, a a really good group of kids there, man. So yeah, we we really don't talk about it too much. I mean, Bobby might feel uh you know some type of way about it. You know, doesn't want to come off. You know, I mean, it's nothing. You know. We're talking about a high school team, but it, hey, yo, hey, he loves that man. He loves it. High school team in in the state of Florida, which we are we all know is pretty big uh, hotbed. Big boys, yeah. Big a boys lot of good players. So, um, yep, just giving a shout out to them. Good luck, guys. Yeah, kick some ass. Up. Kick some yep. ass. All right, let's move into the NFL. So we had a good slate of games last week. Me and Matt are gonna break down. Uh, and I'm kind of pumped about this. Let's go ahead and do our uh, our rankings real quick, because Matt, you had a hell of a week, bro. Twelve and two. You went twelve and two last week, so good work, dude. Yes, sir. Um, Bobby went ten and four, and I went nine and five. So I slid back a little bit. All three of us got our locks. Me and Bobby are seven and three are in our locks. Matt, you're nine and one. Uh, season records. Matt, you took a big jump, obviously. Uh, so in third place, Bobby is ninety-four fifty-two and one. Matt, you're in second, ninety-six fifty and one. And I'm in first right now by about three game. Well, three games on the nail, ninety-nine forty-seven and one. Went away. I thought me and Bobby were tied last week. No, uh, I thought we were tied. You were tied. Yep, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, you were yeah, tied. In you're second, in the lead. Though? Yeah, you're in second. But we were tied. So and I and I did better than him this week. How am I in second? Because I'm, I'm in you first. In first? I'm yeah, I'm in you first. Okay. Yeah. My bad, my bad, my no, bad. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. yeah, you had All a really right. good, good week. Deal. Good deal. That helps bring me back up to you. I like it. Yeah, oh, yeah. You definitely closed the gap for sure. Three games is a hell of a big jump. All right, let's go ahead and uh, review these games, man. Like These were some fun games last week. Uh, let's start off with a really good one. Indy, Tennessee, man. Uh, let me see here. Just still pulling up our information. No, it was a, it was a really good game. I mean, it started out very close. Uh, we were talking, me, you, and Bobby were talking in the in our little group chat that uh, uh, it was some old school football. I mean, they were grounding and pounding, and it was a fun game to watch there until I guess you know, yeah, right after halftime, there, and Colts kind of took it away. They really did, and I didn't expect them to take off like that. But that defense is something serious, and you know what? I I give that defense a lot of respect, man. And and when Philip Rivers can play like he did in that game, they can win. They had a good run support. He didn't commit turnovers. Um, I, I mean, those are, that's that's what you want out of out of Philip Rivers. I mean, you want him more as a game manager than anything else. And I think in in, in this situation, that's what he did. He let his defense win that game, and they took advantage of you know Titans issues or you know where they couldn't get going. Yeah, I mean, definitely that's what Philip Rivers needs at this you know this point in his career. I mean, we've seen him slang it around a little bit, but we all know Philip Rivers uh, likes to turn over the football and. In key moments, so uh, yeah, man, uh, good good win. That's that's pretty much it. Uh, they look they're looking to prove themselves, and uh, Titans kind of slipping away here. Yeah, put them at the top of the AFC South. That was a that was a big game for that division to to get the tiebreaker. So uh, Indianapolis twenty eight and nine versus Tennessee in regular season games since nineteen ninety eight. Hell of a stat right there. Uh, Buccaneers Panthers uh, forty six to twenty three. The uh, the Bucks. 
again, after they get beat, they just come back and they do what they do, man. Uh, oh, you know what? I'm one ahead. I'm one ahead. I'm sorry. Or no, I'm a, I'm a few ahead. Actually, let me jump back. Uh, Philly. Yeah, I'm on ESPN right now, so I don't even know. You're good. Uh, I, I'm doing the uh, the NFL.com NFL. schedule. Yep. Okay. Uh, Philly, Philly Giants, Philly Giants. So three five and one Philly. Uh, it is now three five and one Philly, losing to the Giants. You know, this was a game we kind of all sat on Bobby. This was his lock. He got it right, so he actually nailed this one right on the head. Um. This was when I knew it was going to be close. I think I had it a one-point game again like I did the first time around. But I thought, you know, Philly would be able to get it going. They had uh, they had Miles Sanders back. I was optimistic about their opportunity. But you know what? The Giants, they found something, man. No, they definitely have. And I think this game was key that Daniel Jones, no turnovers. Mm-hmm. He took a couple of sacks there. But How about that's that run? What you need to do. Oh and oh yeah oh bro that yeah that run was amazing but I mean we've seen that a couple of times from him mm-hmm. uh, but that, that yeah that that big run that oh man that was key very key they ran the ball actually pretty well as a team uh, the Giants did they did uh, and that is they're on a two game winning streak right now and the only team they're trailing is Philly and that's by pure ties I mean that that's the only thing that's keeping them back and uh, that and uh, a bye week which they are on next week so a really good. Good feeling to go into a bye week with a two-game winning streak, especially starting out how they did start out. And this is all without Barkley, too. Yeah, you got to remember that. Um, I, I, I That's always fresh on my mind uh, because him being on my fantasy team. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, hurt, killed me, man. That's a dagger. And, yeah, I mean, the last game uh, the Giants lost was to Philly three weeks ago, and they lost by one point uh, with uh, that, that Boston Scott 18-yard pass from Carson mm-hmm. Wentz. And last 40 seconds, so yeah, hey man, they they're starting to pick it up. They are, and, and you know, Daniel Jones is is turnover like uh, he he reminds me of how we felt about Josh Allen a year you know a couple years prior, where he was a turnover machine. This guy's not gonna make it if he can continue. To, and I'm not saying he's gonna turn into Josh Allen, but if he can continue to do what he's doing and slowly get a little bit better. Uh, get his run game back. They, if they can beef up that line a little bit and get some offensive, a little more offensive help in the receiving core, he has an opportunity to be good. Um, because like he has that pass, the ability to pass very accurately, 21 for 28, 244, and then he has that that run ability, that same sort of Josh Allen style. No, exactly, man. And and again, uh, yeah, I mean, they their offensive, the Giants' offensive line is, is hit or miss. You know, they they definitely need to upgrade that. And then also. Uh, who's their tight end? It's not Evan Ingram anymore, is it? Uh, you're talking about the Giants? It is, no, it's Ingram. Yeah, it's Ingram. Yeah, yeah. It is, it's still Ingram. So, yeah, yep. I mean, they, yeah, and then Golden Tate, you know, uh, was benched last week. And then, uh, you know, or was it this week? I don't I don't remember uh, exactly. Let's see. It might have been uh, – no, he did play this past week. Uh, had five targets, two catches for 44 yards. And I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in him. I thought he'd be – a big help for Daniel Jones, but like what I'm seeing from the uh, the uh, the Giants man and Philly's uh, still kind of a hot mess. Philly is very much a hot mess, and we'll see what they do to hold on to that division lead because they are hanging on for dear life. Hey, for the Washington football team loses a heartbreaker versus the Detroit Lions. Detroit gets the win in this one. Uh, Matt Stafford gets banged up, but should be good to go again next week. 30-27 to 27 they win. Alex Smith tried to make this a game late, and uh, also Antonio Gibson had a hell of a game, Matt. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk a couple minutes here just about yeah. this Washington football team. Just because, you know, I'm up here not far. I hear a lot about the team. Um, 
there was a lot of a lot of fans calling in uh, on the radio and and uh, kind of getting excited a little bit. Uh, this is this is the most positive probably game other than that comeback Philly win. Uh, they definitely lost this game. I mean, yeah, they tied it up with that field goal with 16 seconds left. How do you? I mean, don't get me wrong, Matt Prater, 59 yards to to yeah. go ahead and win it. Yeah, that don't get me wrong, that's that's clutch. But six, come on, 16 seconds, and there's probably a little less than that with the kickoff. Um, tough, tough loss. Uh, I expect a lot more from that Redskins defense. There was a lot, a lot of hype coming from that defense, and I know they've, they've lost some key players here, Landon Collins being one. But, um, yeah, Terry McLaurin lost that fumble. Very close game. Mm-hmm. I mean, Washington still has a long way to go. I think, again, this shows more about uh, the Lions and – they're just so hit or miss, man. It's literally 50-50 every week. It's a toss yes. of whether they're going to win or lose. And, yeah, I, they're not legit in my opinion. There you go. There you go. Jacksonville loses in a close one to the Green Bay Packers, 24-20. to Green Bay 7-2 for the second time in two years. Uh, Jacksonville hangs, hangs in on this one, and their defense looked a lot better than they've looked in a long time. Yeah. Um, they, they, yo, I was <laughs> – very, very surprised about this game, especially that first quarter when they were up 3-0. It was just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going up 10-7, to and then I know they scored 10 points. The Packers scored 10 points to close out the quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, still in the game, very much so. Hey, I, I like yo, I like your team. I like y'all's team. Getting rid of some of those players, it's kind of like the Dolphins. You know, they traded uh, uh, Tunsil and um, – you know, Kenny Stills and, the, and some of those players, but look at the Dolphins. You know, mm-hmm. they, they believe in their, their their quarterback, and wow. And uh, Robinson, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, James Robinson, I mean, Jacksonville loses two touchdowns, two James Robinson's touchdowns on, on holding calls in this game. Um, he, had, he had a two-touchdown game, and he lost them both, and he ends up with none. Uh, averages 4.7 yards a game. He took advantage of a bad Green Bay run defense, and and that was the game the game plan from the get go. I mean, obviously with uh, Luton as your starting quarterback, you're gonna try and and surround your best player on your offense, which is Robinson, with as many carries as you can, and that's what they did. He did good. Um, I like him. I think he's gonna be good. Miles Jack finally got like. Yeah, Miles Jack was a beast, man. Yeah, well, I mean, he was just he he was all over the place again, and, and it reminded me of an old guy, kind of Miles Jack. I mean, he only had uh, what do you have? I think he said I think he had eight total tackles, three to- three solo, and five assisted. But he was all over the place. He was leading that offense. Uh, him and Schobert were really good together. And then uh, Diamond in the rough pickup, uh, Sidney Jones, man, the former Eagle. He ended up falling off that roster. We picked him up, put him on our practice squad. We had a lot of injuries happening. We lost DJ Hayden, so he's been gone obviously all year. Uh, CJ Henderson gets injured at one point. Trey Herndon gets injured. Sidney Jones comes off practice squad, gets a pick in his first game, three pass deflections. He had two more in this game, uh, and he had an interception in this game on Aaron Rodgers. This He's earning his spot as one of the outside corners, and I think it'll be him and, and Henderson on the outside with um, – with DJ Hayden on the inside, and that that's a pretty good. I'm happy with that cornerback core. If we can get, I would still like to to draft maybe somebody for our secondary. I'm not big on Gerard Wilson, um, or Jared Wilson, excuse me, but you know, yeah, prove, no, prove me wrong. Really, yeah, no, ex- yeah, exactly. And and you guys, and you have scrappers, man, and yeah. you have real football players, and yeah, you're one and eight, you know, but 
I see a lot of potential. I mean, you guys did a pretty damn good job on Devontae Adams. I mean, eight catches, 66 yards. He did have that that nice touchdown cast, uh, catch, and I, I watched that one. I believe Henderson was covering him on that play. Just not much you can yep. do yep. with the player of uh, Adams' status. But overall, man, yeah, very impressive. And if you look at the Mar- uh, Marquez touchdown, I mean, you I don't know if you saw the replay of that, but the ref actually gets in the way of one of our defenders as he's cutting back across the field and it ends up costing us a touchdown. I mean, he probably he would have had still a big gain, but it wouldn't have gone all the way to the house. Right. Yeah. You had a couple of those, man. Um, holding bad penalties and stuff like that. And there was also a couple bad calls in this game that, I mean, Doug Marone, I've never seen him as fired up as I did in this game. He was all over the place. I know he's coaching for his life. And this team is, this team is beyond trying to, um, it's beyond trying to win games right now. It's trying to set itself up for the future. Like you said, there's a lot of good pieces on this team. What they want to add is they want to do, they want a franchise quarterback, which Jacksonville really hasn't had since, I mean, Garrard was great. Don't get me wrong. You know more than anybody, Matt. I love David Garrard, but I mean, really, they haven't had a, a pure franchise quarterback besides Brunel, maybe. That, that's it. I yeah, mean, never. Yeah, in, in your in y'all's existence. Exactly. So that would be nice to, to get that guy uh, in the building. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've tried. God knows we've tried. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what they do. But uh, Green Bay, another impressive win in a close one. They they pull out the close ones, and that's the ones you have to win in this time of the year if you want to be a playoff team. Houston and Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland gets the win in this one, ten to seven. It was a crazy game that got delayed right off the bat because of the weather. Fewest points in a win for Cleveland since week eight of 2012. Fun little tidbit there. Not a big, not a whole lot to cover in this game, honestly. It, it was just one of those games, really bad weather, really tough to play. And besides Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, I mean, the Browns did exactly what they needed to do. Keep running the ball with bad weather conditions, and they gave both their backs 19 carries. Both of them went over 100 yards. Yeah, no, uh, kind of an ugly game. Very surprising. I thought more points would have been put up in that one. Um Nick Chubb came back, uh, played phenomenal. Uh, I like the way that Baker Mayfield is throwing the throwing the ball around. I mean, yeah, 132. This wasn't one of those games, but he, he not the turnovers is the main thing. Yeah, uh, no turnovers. Played played very well. Got the ball to uh, his receivers when he needed to. And Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Best running back tandem maybe of all time. It's insane how good they are. It's ridiculously nice, man. It reminds me of the uh, Freddie TMJD days for a little bit there. That was yeah, there nice. You go. But uh, no, that this is this is nasty though because the fact that they both went over 100, got 19 rushes each. I mean, it, it was nice. It was a solid game by them for sure. Uh, and they just got to keep winning those games. If they, if they want people to take them seriously, you got to win those games, and they they did it. Tampa Bay seven and three gets a big blowout win versus the Carolina Panthers forty six to twenty three again Tampa Bay going to seven and three on the season Carolina falling to three and seven and most likely out of the playoff fight Tom Brady twenty eight for thirty nine three forty one and three touchdowns with no picks but the story of the day was Ronald Jones twenty three carries one hundred ninety two yards on a touchdown and including a ninety eight yard rushing touchdown Matt. Yeah, man. Again, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones. I, I've been wondering why they have not used this guy like this before. Yes. And he's had some fumbling issues. And again, he lost another fumble that game, but clearly picked it right back up and, and he just pounded it. And yeah, 90, that 98 yard TD run was beautiful. My fantasy uh, still had team loved it. Yards. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, Tom Brady never has two horrible games like that. Back to back, three touchdowns, no picks, one sack. Uh, they look like that juggernaut, um, that juggernaut team again. So, 
Yeah, seven and three. Yep, Tampa Bay, three and seven. Carolina. Carolina is very competitive. I think next season, uh, that that's going to be a team you're really going to have to look out for. A hundred percent, a hundred percent agree with you. Fourth running back ever to do 98 yards or more for a touchdown. Chargers lose to the Dolphins in a game. All all three of us nailed this one. We kind of all saw it coming. 29 to 21. Hey, Matt, Tua says uh, he thought the NFL would be a lot harder. Ah, uh, that's a yay. <laughs> Bro, chill. That's you what played. he said. That's what yeah, he said. That's insane. I, I think he needs to calm down yeah. uh, big time. Like, whoa, bro. And look at your stats and your – I mean, yeah, good team win, but – Yes. He's he, he played well. Don't get me yes, wrong. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Yeah, I was a surprising statement. It was a surprise. I, I did not expect it at all, dude. When I saw that, but I was I, like, hey, wow. Yo, I, bet you all them, I bet you all those Dolphins players love it. Oh, I'm yeah. Sure they, they, they're pumped. And then, yo, Salvin Ahmed – Dude, uh, I Bobby that there that running back. Yeah. I believe he and the reason why I did that is I you believe dub. he's from Washington. Yeah, so, um that yeah, and I didn't I didn't get a response there. So uh, I know he's busy playoff uh <laughs> coach in there, but yeah, man, he looked great. That dude looked great, dolphins look great. Uh yeah, again, we all kinda we all figured that they would kind of come out on top on this one. Yep, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, not much. To, again, not much in that one. Uh, you have, like, two, like you said, two uh, 15 for 25, 169, two touchdowns. That's great. But like you said, Salvin Ahmed, nice little diamond in the rough for that team. So we'll see what they do to, to use him. And Justin Herbert had probably his worst game of his career with 187 yards and two touchdowns. Uh that I mean, he usually throws over 300 a game. I mean, that's just what he does. <laughs> right, right. I feel like uh, that's all I expect out of him every week, and he's barely played ever. Uh, Broncos three and six after a loss to the Raiders from Las Vegas. They go to six and three on the season. Raiders teams continuing to look impressive, and they took advantage of uh, of you know, let's be honest, just really bad quarterback play for the Broncos. Lock throws four picks in this one. Yep. Uh, and I said it last week. I'm I'm not a fan of Drew Locke. And wow, yeah, wow, this game just all, all, the wheels fell off. And I'm thinking this Raiders team. Everybody needs to uh, pay attention more yes. to. They're six and three, and the teams they've lost to uh, the Patriots when they were good early in the season. I think it was the second game, third game of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost to the Bills earlier when they were, you know, which and you it was can, only by a touchdown. Yep, and that's a good team. And that's a very good team. And then who else? I mean, they lost the, the Chiefs. Uh, no, they the Chiefs, yeah. no, they beat the Chiefs, didn't they? No, they beat the Chiefs, didn't they? Yes, they did. No, and they, they lost to the Steelers. Did they they lost, lost to the Steelers? Buccaneers. Oh, they the, lost Buccaneers. To the Buccaneers. Which again, so another good team. Even be mad at. Yeah, exactly. So very surprising, but at the same time, they, hey, John Gruden's been. Uh, I know everybody criticized him for that Cleo Mack trade, but hey, look at him now. Hey, they're turning it around. He made it more about the team than one player. They won five straight home games versus Denver. Impressive. Very impressive. This team definitely want to keep an eye on it. Dude, this Bills-Cardinals game, by far, we all we were saying it was going to be the game of the week. It did not disappoint, bro. It did not disappoint at all. Nah, yeah. We all we all talked about this game and how uh, how epic it was going to be. And, yeah, we were, we were right on the money on that. And uh, who did I have in that one? Yeah, I had. Oh, I can't even read my own hair. That looks like it says sixty-eight to thirty-two Buffalo. I know that is not right. So no, thirty-two thirty Cardinals win over Buffalo. Cardinals go to six and three on the season. Buffalo Bills fall to seven and three. Still impressive. Yes, very impressive. Very yeah, impressive. both these teams are extremely good, and I think they're at the same point in their in their 
where their development stages are. You know, they got yes. their quarterback rolling right now. They've got both got good run games, kind of unexpectedly. Um, a decent receiver core, obviously, for the Bills. You know, actually, you know what? Let's go ahead and call it what it is. It's actually a really good receiving core between Brown, of course, Diggs, and Beasley, who goes off for 100 yards with 11 catches. I mean, come on. And then, and then you go, and then you go, go to Arizona, yeah. D-Hop, you got Larry Fitz, and then you got Christian Kirk, who's doing great. And then you have Chase Edmonds out of the backfield. Both have strong, slowly getting better defenses, I think would be the best way to put it. They're continuing to improve, um, and I think they're kind of under, undervalued based on the fact that you just you, – I mean, you look at these two teams, your first thoughts are Kyler Murray – and Josh Allen. That's just what you think about when you think about these two teams. But I think they're in the same point in their developmental process. So it was just really fun to watch this game, and it, it was a blast. I had a fun, a really fun time watching it. Yeah, they're both just a couple pieces away of being like contenders for you know three to four seasons here. I mean, NFL has so much parity in it, but yeah, they're they're right there. A few more pieces on defensive end for the Cardinals and bills i'm not really quite sure what they're what they're really missing yet but yeah both great teams yeah i i I look forward to watching these these two go at it for years to come or hopefully they'll get more considering it's a it's afc nfc matchup but it is what it is and speaking of is what it is we knew it was coming in this game saints win 27 to 13 over the niners niners just extremely beat up the fact they're even out there fighting is just great. And it, it's wild that they're four and six and they're the worst team in that division, but would be leading the NFC East right now. Uh, Mullins goes 24 for 38, 247 and a touchdown. McKinnon doesn't do much in the ground. Big, big story really out of this game is Drew Brees goes down with a fra- with, with multiple fractured ribs and a collapsed lung. James is getting the, uh, getting the, the load from here on out. Yeah, that's definitely the, the big news out of this one. Drew Brees is, uh, He's gonna be. He says he's gonna come. Three you know, recovery gonna be quick. Yeah. He, well, he he said it's gonna be quick, but the doctors are warning him to like take his time. They're like, come on, man. Yeah. I mean, he had a punctured lung, and, and <laughs> yeah, like calm down. And dude. he's standing uh, on the sideline, like uh, I don't feel right right now, but you know, if things get bad, I'll come back in. Yeah. I mean, you saw him when he got up from the hit. You could he was he you could tell right. both sides, both those. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened. Both yeah, rib fractures and all that other stuff. Yep, I'm. I was. We were talking about it the other day. I'm very interested to see how Jameis Winston plays with this stacked offense and everything else. Let's see if he get those uh, turnovers under control or not. A second chance for sure, and uh, we'll we'll talk about that a lot more tomorrow. Seattle takes a loss, 23 to 16 versus the Rams. Another really good game. Jalen versus Metcalf. Uh, Jalen does a pretty good job in shutting him down. Uh, there was a couple of plays that Russell Wilson was overthrowing, but that defensive line, that defensive front was coming at him consistently all game long. He throws two picks, no touchdowns. Uh, Goff goes 27 for 37, 302, no touchdowns. Nothing really crazy for the Rams offense. It was just a really de- big defensive battle. And, I mean, kudos, I guess, I guess to Seattle's defense for only allowing 23 points, but um, they get Jamal Adams back, and I know he wasn't, uh, wasn't too happy about that, L. No, man, no, not at all. I mean, this is a tough, tough game. Uh, we all knew it was going to be tough. Russell Wilson has fallen off that, that MVP, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, that oh, prediction yeah. there. Uh, six, got sacked six times. I mean, three, two picks. I think he had, yeah, lost a fumble. I mean, that's five turnovers, I think, in the last two games. Um, but, again, I mean, I, I think I said it a few weeks ago. Like, he, he's, he's not going to be able to do this all year no. long. He's literally carried that entire team this entire season so 60 rushing yards on eight carries um again no passing touchdowns 
<sighs> Seattle, man, they're still a great team. Yes. Um, it's they gotta I, I get that defense going to the NFC. Yeah, I don't see them going all the way by any means. Mm-hmm. I see them making it to the divisional round possibly, and and probably that's as far as they go. Rams won five of the last six games versus Seattle. Uh, Bengals lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who continue to be undefeated, 36-10. Steelers just, I mean, I thought this was going to be a lot closer of a game. I really did, being that it was a division rivalry. Uh, And Cincinnati typically plays Pittsburgh pretty well. Uh, Joe Burrow didn't turn the ball over, uh, which was good. His receivers did. Higgins has a fumble. Uh, Erickson has a fumble. Um... Yeah, I mean, what can you say? Big Ben's looking amazing, man. 333, four touchdowns, no picks. Connor didn't really do a whole lot on the ground. They gave him rushes. Deontay Johnson over 100 yards. Schuster looked impressive. Chase Claypool had a couple of touchdowns. I mean, he had a, several people involved in this game. Pittsburgh just keeps on rolling. Yeah, dude, I'm not going to say too much about this. I think uh, I think Pittsburgh, man, with that win right there, I mean, yeah, that's what good teams do. They beat bad teams, but mm-hmm. the, the, the way that they did it, that's just going to boost their confidence more, man. They, they look almost unstoppable at this point. They do. Pittsburgh does play Cincinnati close, but they have won 10 straight games versus Cincinnati. So another another big one there. Ravens taking L to the Patriots. Patriots go up to 4-5, and 23-17. Matt, you called this one. I'm going to go ahead and let you uh, lead it off. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I just uh, – after that, that embarrassing – or couple embarrassing performances by the Patriots, uh, this was a big, big game for – Bill Belichick and, and that team, and yeah, it was going to be ugly because the Patriots they they run the ball pretty well, and that's you know we all know that's what the uh, the Ravens do best. So mm-hmm. you you force Lamar Jackson to throw in clutch situations, and we're starting to see it. Yeah, I mean he might need some more help. I'm not sure exactly what it is, uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, uh, good good win for the Patriots. They they clearly for sure needed that. They're sitting at four and five quietly. Um, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna go too far and say they're gonna make a crazy run or anything like that, but shoot, man, I mean they got the Texans. Um, That's what I was getting the right They, I mean, the, they have a decent little, and then the Jets at the game one more time. So who knows? Especially with the expanded playoffs, they definitely have a path to potentially, you know, make you know make it interesting for sure. Baltimore fewer than 20 points scored for the first time in the last 32 games. Um, wow. wild, wild going into a tough matchup versus Tennessee next week. And then finally, last night's game, Monday night, Vikings get the win in a close one versus the Bears. All three of us called this one. We knew this Bears team was going to fall off at some point, and we are finally there. We have come full circle. Nick Foles gets injured. Uh, they're going into a bye week. They are kind of taking it day to day right now. It looks like it was more positive than originally thought. Uh, but the Vikings get it done, man. Vikings get another one. Hey, yo. Fuck Chicago. I didn't want to say it at first, but yo, F them, man. Get out of here. I called that. Y'all are a bunch of phonies. You big fat phony. Uh, get out of here, all of y'all. Uh, Nick Foles got thrown down to the ground. It didn't look too good. Uh, and then Mitch Trubisky comes. Oh, man. Chicago's only, Chicago's only touchdown comes via the kick return to Cordell Patterson. Lost four straight games after starting the season 5-1, and one, dude. Exactly. Uh, they should. They and oh, I said it so many times. Yeah, man. Uh, this is grinding monkey. No, I'm just. <laughs> we'll save that maybe for tomorrow. That, but that's right. You know, it really is. Uh, I, I mean, been talking about it all year now. They they won a bunch of games they shouldn't have, and here they are. Everybody's figured them out completely, and they're and they're just closing the games out on them. 
You're exactly right, man, and, and that's it. They're they're finding ways to beat them, and and they keep it close. The defense keeps things interesting, but I mean, Kirk Cousins got the best of y'all this week, so uh, you you need to sit in this by and really think about what you're gonna do going forward because you're now at the midway point and you're right where you started after that great start, right where you started. But uh, so on the flip side of that, what about the Vikings? That's Hey. Uh, three in a row by them. They lost by one point to Seattle mm-hmm. Then beat the Texans. I mean, it was a one point loss to the, the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, they have Dallas next week too. I mean, they have the Cowboys oh, okay. next week. So, I mean, they and the Panthers and then the Jaguars. Yeah. Uh, yo, these are winnable games. And I mean, you look, wow. you look at it. So, I mean, Chicago's on a buy, so they're not going to move. So if Minnesota wins, they automatically are going to jump in the second place based on tiebreakers. Uh, automatically. Yeah. So uh, yeah, hey, he's picking up. The division's picking up with that schedule that Minnesota has. We'll we'll find out. I guarantee you they'll win the next three games. But Kirk, we all know Kirk Cousins. He ain't clutch, man. He, he, towards the end of the season, it'll come down to him having to win a game, and it's gonna come down to him, and he's gonna do what Kirk Cousins does best and not win uh, uh, primetime games. It's, it's, it, I will say finally, congrats. Uh, Monday night football win. I think it took you ten tries. You're one and nine. Congratulations. <laughs> there you go. Right, hey, yeah. so the um teams with the best record in the last five weeks. Ready for this? We obviously yep. know Pittsburgh is one of them. Five yeah, and zero. Totally. The Saints five and zero in their last five games, and that includes them on a six game win streak. Mm. Ready for the third one? The third one is the Miami Dolphins, five and zero, and won five straight. Obviously, they've won five now in a row. Wow. Five I, in a row. Min, uh, Miami is sneaking up. It is unbelievable how many teams in the league. And I was talking to Sawyer about this earlier, as you know him very well. I, I was telling him it's amazing right now how many teams are seven and two and six and three. It's amazing. If you if you really go look at it. I, I probably almost half the league is six and three right now. I, I swear, it's wild. You have Tennessee, Seattle, Miami, the Raiders, the Rams, the Colts, the Browns, the Ravens, the Cardinals. The Bucks are seven and three. The Saints are seven and two. The Packers are seven and two. The Bills are seven and three. That's all your teams right there, separated by a game. Yeah, man. It, hey, that shows. I mean, and that's, that's parity is NFL great this year. Created. Yes, that's what the, the This is that's what the NFL wants. They want that parity. They want that you you literally never know who's going to win and what's going to happen from week to week. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's a lot of teams that we're going to see over the next few weeks here that are going to either fall off or they're going to get stronger. It, it's going it's really interesting. I, this season has been it's been fun to watch. Yeah, it really has. Yeah, I mean, and hey, dude, you guys like okay, so Atlanta, you're coming off a of bye week. How are you feeling about this team coming off the bye week? <sighs> Man. So when we finally made the coaching change, I was like, watch us win like the next four in a row. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's going to be talking about us being in the playoff uh, or, you know, possibly and mm-hmm. this and that. And if, if we didn't lose that, that stupid game to the Lions yet, yeah, bro, we it, it would have been four in a row. And I think a little bit more, a lot more people would be talking about us. Mm-hmm. I, overall, our defense isn't, it's getting better under uh, um, Raheem Morris. Mm-hmm. Who we'll see how this season finishes out. I won't go too much farther, but I, yo, he is a legitimate candidate to be the head coach of the Falcons, and I kind of like yo. These guys are playing for him, and that's at the end of the day what matters. 
And uh, actually, I, I, so we go. We're gonna find out real quick what what's gonna happen because we play the Saints twice in the next three weeks. So, but you're gonna face the Jameis Winston Saints more likely than not both times. Yes, and that's fine. But you we don't know what that is that. yet. We don't know what that is yet. That could be a good. That could be a. He could be great. We don't know what we're gonna get out of him yet. No, and, that, and that's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, we've lost to him before. He is exactly. I don't know what it is with the Falcons. You would think that we would be a team that could stop a running quarterback because we, you know, clearly had Michael Vick. Right. But no, we're horrible. He's 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 killed us a few times. Uh, it, it's yeah, it's going to be fun to watch, man. It is. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to see what they can do and see if they can turn it around. Uh, I think we finally figured out who Detroit is. You know, we've gone back and forth about them. We've had a lot of close games, but I think we can finally say that Detroit is that team that's just not going to – they're not going to see the end, the playoffs this year. With all those six and three teams, it's just not going to happen. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, I, they're just too – that's been the story of that team since Matt Stafford's been there. They'll go, you know, 10 and six uh, one year. The next year they're back down in the cellar at like four and 12. I've never seen a team – I mean, really, go back since Matt Stafford has been drafted and one playoff appearance, <laughs> I think. And there was a loss. Exactly. Um, and that's why when Megatron they had Megatron, exactly. That's why he retired. And I know everybody's probably heard it. Now this, I think it was a couple of weeks ago at this point already, but uh, he did come out and say, maybe it was last week. He was like, Oh man, don't get me wrong. Every time we played the Packers, Aaron Rodgers was in my ear. Like, yo, why don't you come over here? And he literally said, he was like, if I could, I would. Um, but that's always, you know, that's always a thing in the NFL is, you know, that's like, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers having Julio Jones or right. Uh, if the Jaguars, you know, had shoot Matt Ryan as a as a quarterback the last 13 years, what you know, but yeah, Megatron and Aaron Rodgers uh, 10 years ago, get out of here. Yeah, that would have been absolutely insane. Hey, what about this? Uh, what about this Ravens team, man? Like they're going into a really big must-win game versus Tennessee. Like I said, there's a bunch of six and three teams, and they can. I mean, if half these teams win, they can fall way out of the playoff race in this one. I mean, Vrabel's got to be. You have to think Vrabel's going to be mocking it up where he's going to set it as we're going to make you pass the ball to beat us. We're going to do it. We're we're going to sell out on the run and and make you beat us with your arms. And with Calais Campbell banged up, they have some defensive interior linemen banged up. Henry's go- they're gonna feed Henry, and I know they're gonna Tanhill's gonna get the ball you know, out pretty well. I'm not worried about that either. But this Ravens team, I am worried about. I'm you know this is this is another really great game. Uh, the Ravens yes. uh, coming off that loss to uh, the Patriots, who haven't been that great, and then Tennessee getting blown out by the Colts in that mm-hmm. second half. Mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill, 20 touchdowns, three picks. I, I'm looking at that, and that right there is blowing my mind. I didn't think that uh, he's been that efficient and scored that many touchdowns. Normally yeah. his touchdown – yes, he, he's never thrown that many picks, but that touchdown number is normally a lot lower. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a running battle who can run the ball the best. Um yeah, we'll talk about you know picks uh, and everything tomorrow. Uh, yeah, and everything tomorrow for sure. But it definitely, uh, yeah, an interesting matchup. And I think another interesting matchup is uh, Thursday night's game, the Cardinals Dude, Seahawks. A yeah, great Thursday night game. Thank you. Finally, we get yeah. a great Thursday Thank night you. game. And right. I mean, this is gonna be huge for the division. This is huge for the Cardinals if they want to prove they are that they are they are here to stay. They got to win this game. No, man, I, I agree 100%. Um, Cardinals and Seahawks, I mean, that, yo, 
Ah, yeah, can't wait actually, man. I really can't wait for that. Um, for that game there, we got a, there's a few matchups again. We'll talk about more those more tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I mean, so you you were just asking me about you know my team and mm-hmm. coming off the bye and, and things like that. What about your team, man? What what do you think? What like I said earlier, to me, yeah, you're one and eight, but yo, you look y'all look very promising. And in my opinion, we'll see what goes on with this Minshew ordeal. And if you guys shoot, don't win a game the rest of the year, maybe win one or two more. You're looking at that first pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you looking at Trevor Lawrence or what? It's right. GM West Miller here. Yeah. So pretty much, this is Jacksonville setting themselves up to finish the season with one of the top picks. There's no doubt in my mind. Regardless of what happens, we have two first round picks still. So that's something big to keep in mind. Uh, I think. Focus is shifting from Trevor Lawrence more towards Justin Fields, and I talked about that last week, and I'm, I'm going to keep talking about it. Um, Trask out of Florida, too, uh, is getting a lot of really good press the last few games, so that's another name that's coming out. I'm, I'm higher on Fields than Trask. I'm higher on Lawrence than uh, than Fields. Uh, but I think that's what they're doing. I think Minshew's getting set up to be a backup quarterback, which he will be just fine there. Uh, he's still under contract with Jacksonville. He's under a... Uh, under his rookie deal still, so he's really not getting paid a whole lot. And if you look how around, many, go ahead. How many more years does he have on that rookie deal? This is only a – he was a rookie last year, so. Yeah, this is his second year. So, I mean, he's yeah, got, I think, one more year. I mean, you have to think it's a sixth round. I thought it, yeah, and then, and then you have that, that fifth-year player option. That's only so. a first-rounders. Okay, okay, yeah, you're right. So yeah, you're right, you're right. Yep. I think it's a three. It might be four, but I, I know it's not more than that. Uh, but I think he's set up to be a backup, and I think if he tries to get released, I don't know how much uh, there'll be interest, but not crazy interest. I mean, I, that's where I'm. I'm on the opposite with you, yo. That rookie year, I mean, you start really thinking about it and breaking it down. Um, he was beast. You, yo, he was pretty good, man. Oh, uh, yeah, I ain't hating on Minshew like, at all. Trust you were, me. Yeah, you you were wanting him to be possibly, you know, at least more talked about more for yeah. offensive rookie of the year and. I'm right there with you. Um, I don't know, man. After that season and then this year uh, with the question mark because he, I think he played, what, two games uh, or game and a half with that injury. So Yeah, and, and that answered a lot of my questions because my biggest gripe with him was why, what happened to the deep ball. It, like, completely disappeared, and that was what it was. His finger was broken. Right. And with all the – yeah, Keelan Cole, you guys have a lot of deep ball receivers that can – that love, you know – the, the uh, yards after catch and yeah it, it was weird I, I was wondering the same exact thing and I wondered how long really was that an issue before he finally was like and I think that part of me have hurt him I think he should have just come out right off the get-go and said hey I'm yeah. hurt um but no I mean I, hey, I think y'all could get a, a decent trade piece for him uh not saying you know first round or anything but mm-hmm. yo a third um for a possible a starting yeah. quarterback, maybe fourth. a conditional, maybe a conditional, a conditional, um, yeah, a decent player, a, de- a decent uh, O lineman, a de- maybe a t- you know a half decent tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Hayden Hurst for a uh, second round pick. You know, maybe he's not quite right there, but I mean, who knows, man? I, I think that's that's going to be yeah interesting to see for the Jack. Yeah, I'm, I mean, and, and I've been pretty you know as far as in regards to the tight end position, I've been pretty impressed with Tyler Eifert this year. Honestly, I mean, he's not doing anything crazy, but he's blocking well. Um, he's when he's going out for receptions. I mean, he's there. A lot of the plays I've seen that the ball's gone in his direction. The ball just hasn't been where it needs to be. 
Um, yeah, I've, I've been a fan of Tyler Eifert. Uh, I, I remember the game uh, two or three years ago. Um, I remember watching it with our good buddy Mikey, the green, big, big Green Bay fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching it with him, and uh, it, was, it was the Falcons Bengals, and it didn't even look like it, it wasn't a dirty tackle or anything. I think we just grabbed his ankle mm-hmm. uh, and brought him down by the legs, and he, oh, he had that dislocated ankle. And yeah, it began a series. Yeah, I think, yeah, and I think honestly, I wish you guys had him. And you already, I, I'm a fan. You, I know you're a fan of Mercedes Lewis, and he's oh, doing yeah, man. Bay, yeah, which is also good to see. Um, but that would be nice to have both of them. God, man, yeah, I loved having Mercedes Lewis, man. I didn't want to get rid of him when we did, and I still don't now. I mean, like, he was always one of those guys I just loved having from a morale standard, you know. Even, like, MJD still talks about how, how so highly about him to this day in regards to, like, back in Jacksonville when they were playing together. And they were, you know, they were, I mean, they weren't, you know, winning playoff games or anything, but they were successful. That 2007 year, they were very successful. And uh, I, I, that's all I'll say about playoff games because I got I, I I have a very interesting take on this Pittsburgh Jacksonville game tomorrow. I have a very 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 interesting take. Um, I'll say especially that. after what Mike Tomlin said. Oh yeah, no, I have I God, I love that dude, man. I have so much respect for that guy. He oh, he, he no, knows man. how to do it. I wish we had a coach like that. That's, uh, I mean, man, it is what I it is with Moreau, but so he is so smooth, man. He is. Omar Epps uh, doppelganger. Yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. All right, man. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, tomorrow we got wow, game already... picks. What's up? Sorry, I just looked at the, the the amount of time that we've actually been on. It's been almost an hour here. Where we're at like about fifty minutes here. So yeah, yeah, uh, 50 minutes. But it flies by, man. I love it. Right, well, that's the thing. We could talk all day about it. You know, if we could, oh, yeah, exactly. this could be our job. We're, we're trying to make this our job. <laughs> but yeah man uh for matt as always uh i'm wes this is the extra point hey good luck to bobby go get that dub bro eat a dub